0: Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan, um, which of course is our opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's uh trading opportunities. So we had some joy yesterday in some of the, the markets that we were we were able to get into and 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 then had to be quite patient for a period until we got sort of the market moving, um those markets moving in the direction which we'd anticipated. Um, so a couple of good trades in the pipeline, which is good, so we'll uh, we start shifting to different phases like um, like mitigating risk on the trade um, and looking to manage that trade uh, to a successful outcome where you have a little bit more of a focus on your ability to generate profits. Um, so um so without further ado, let's get straight into it. then we'll start of course, with our risk warning. Um, let me fix that up. Of course, just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. And um, let's let's have a quick introduction. All profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade. Where do we enter those markets? How do you uh, exit those markets? Um, initially, it's the use of stop losses, but then hopefully profitable exits. Um, how do we manage risk prior to entry? Do you know how much of your capital you're committing to each trade? Uh, precisely, and do you, do you calculate that correctly? Um, trade management, which you'll experience today, um, it's, there's been a sort of limited opportunity, let's say, over the last week or so. So we we get these uh, long periods of, of sideways moving patterns, and then you get sort of explosive moves. Um, but we have a methodology in which we can uh, manage that process, and trade psychology as well. All important features uh, of trading markets and decision making on a day to day basis. And we discuss and address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. And also, we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and be patient, as as you've seen over the last week or so. So, uh, let's get straight into it then. We'll start with a quick review of market moving news. So, you're probably aware it's a bank holiday in China for the week um, with the festivities currently on in China. And yesterday, nothing of any major concern really, uh, for these markets. And today, we've got a series of manufacturing and services numbers. And just have a quick look at um, the, the middle column is is what we can expect. But just compare and contrast with the the outer column, which is these are all kind of monthly figures. So you're looking at previous uh, manufacturing and services numbers. And above 50 represents expansion, below 50 represents contraction. So it's no major surprise to see that contraction still in play with uh, many of these major economies. Um, they are contracting and there's a, I suppose there's a milder upside. If you can see the the, the numbers, it looks like there's sort of mild improvements uh, on the previous month's numbers uh, across most of these, not all of them, but across most of them. Um, So that's gonna be interesting. And really, as always, when when we see these news events, it's the deviation away from the uh, expected number uh, due out. And uh, that will confirm whether the manufacturing and services PMI numbers are better than expected or whether they come in um, worse than expected. And that will, the markets will then, discount and react accordingly, uh, depending on that news flow. So it, it is it is an important, I suppose, trading day. With the numbers the way they are, would we expect much deviation? Probably not. Probably kind of more individual numbers might just be slightly better or worse than perhaps anticipated. So um, uh, what sort of market reaction would we get if they come in anywhere sort of close to these types of numbers? Not probably a huge amount. Uh, it's only if you get a strong deviation and manufacturing or services in a certain company, in a certain economy, uh, begins to sort of crash or tank for whatever reason, then the markets would then react quite quite aggressively. Um, but until that, um, we kind of need to wait and see how this, How these numbers fall, really? So we'll be watching them as the day unfolds. So we've got these services and manufacturing basically up till well, uh, till three pm um, today, and this is UK time. So we'll begin now in probably half an hour's time uh, with the French flash and and uh, manufacturing and services numbers, and then we'll switch to Germany, uh, the eurozone, the UK and in the US, finish with the US. So an important day for manufacturing and services numbers. And the only other bit of news, anyone trading in the New Zealand dollar, you'll, you'll get CPI numbers. And it looks like there's the, the CPI consumer price index in, in New Zealand, it looks like it's taking a strong rollover to the downside. So we've been sort of consistently pushing up sort of close to 2%. And now it looks like we're gonna get a 1.3. So we saw 1.4 back in January of last year um, when, when this was getting quite hot. And 1.3 would rep- represent very significant, um, I suppose, deflation uh, across the, um, the New Zealand economy regarding consumer prices. okay so that will be kind of an interesting number just to see if the general trend is is, is still pointing in the right direction uh, which it looks like it is in terms of you know these these prices coming down a little bit we're going to get um australian uh cpi numbers coming through and these are yearly numbers so you get the quarterly and you'll also get the annual Um, So again, if you're trading the New Zealand dollar or the Aussie dollar, uh, be prepared for probably some fireworks uh, tonight and and in the early hours of the morning. We'll be hearing from the BOC tomorrow and that's pretty much it for now. Uh, We've got advanced uh, GDP numbers, their quarterly figures out of the US on Thursday and we finish with core PCE uh, numbers on Friday. So a couple of important news events for these markets starting with manufacturing and services across you know major economies okay so uh, let's get up these charts then we'll see where the opportunities lie so we're performing quite well on our um, S&P 500 uh, we could have probably doubled up on, on the on the the S&P it was a case of um, we had really tight stop loss in place uh, in the trade so we're, we're very willing to, um, I suppose, to put money where our mouth is in terms of that that, that buying opportunity, and uh, and it's paid off so far. So we had a really sizable move. And when we switch to our live trade room now, we're going to sort of mitigate risk on the trade. So we're going to remove the risk uh, and make sure that we don't um, we don't leave too much on the table. Yes, we want to give it room to kick on to the upside um however we want to make sure we make decisions that are are consistent when the market moves in our favor so the last thing we want this to do is to spike right the way down to our stop loss and after all the good work <clears throat> you know end up giving it all back so we'll um we'll focus on that in a little bit more detail uh, in just a second uh so let's let's go through these one at a time so um as far as the uh As far as the us indices are concerned we we've been talking about this swing back to the upside and we've we finally got it um we might need to be a little bit patient today perhaps and not be too uh, we probably will now get further upside it was interesting to see the price came back into this high so can we actually kick on from these levels if so there's probably some decent upside to be had and just to clarify we're looking for short-term upside and we're looking also for the next opportunity to the downside so we are keeping very very nimble uh, mentally with these markets and and not getting too sucked into the euphoria of of some longer term upside in these markets Uh, if we zoom out you can see we're kind of in a in a period of indecision and um, we're still broadly broadly bearish although we're currently buying it um which is absolutely our prerogative to do. And that's really what we want to do is, is take advantage of some selling opportunities when they present themselves. Um, so we are actually in this uh, in this little period of consolidation. So, you know, there's, there's potential for further upside here. And if we break lower, we'd probably be pushing down to these lows uh, once more. So, um, we're still in this little zone we were talking about last week we didn't really like that move we didn't want to get into it and it was the next leg to the upside that we would want to sort of get involved in and it's worked out pretty much exactly uh, like that so um so hopefully a little bit further upside there is this descending level we want to just take note of which is another reason to make sure we start mitigating these risks. So if we just take, take those levels, this little breakout here just kind of cuts through it just a little bit. Um, So cutting through the $4,000 level. So can we stay above that $4,000 level? Um, that's the question and that's what we would be looking carefully for. A very similar situation further upside across the US indices as you can see and we'd be looking to kind of book in profit up at these higher levels. Um, The FTSE really sort of a bit bland in terms of price action same situation for the DAX Um, and the Nikkei has had a little bit of a bounce we're in kind of a long term sideways moving pattern a W formation so we did get it was a bit erratic appearance but we did get that, that that um that bounce off the lows um which we were talking about but i i suppose our focus has purely been sort of us centric really um bitcoin has seen some further upside as well so um very much in line with the the upside moves we're seeing across the us indices right looking at commodities so yesterday we had a really good move to the upside in us oil up to the 8269 we know there's a lot of resistance up at these levels the monthly high is just above it the eighty-three eleven. we thought prices would pro- perhaps get up to that um however we we've pulled back yesterday but this is how um volatile us oil can be uh, we've still got a stop loss at a relatively safe spot so we at some point we'd expect some further upside in u.s oil a bit of a concern over the chinese economy and um, there's now talk about further u.s sanctions if china proved to be supporting um russia in any way in 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 their war effort so you know further threats but look it's important to note that that volatility in, in many of these markets are, are on the low side so again obviously we don't want to give back any 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 capital in these trades but um, we can also perhaps be patient with them as well so really good move as you can see on 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 gold um, we had to be super patient yesterday it was looking really bearish at one point got a really sizable move to the upside now so again we'd be mitigating risk on that trade um, and uh trade it there's still there's still further upside on the trade so we we keep a close eye on that right um so moving on to the currencies so the question is do we have decent upside potential in these markets we do we do with oil uh, sorry we do with gold should i say um we're gonna just identify loosely u.s indices to the upside um so uh u.s indices to the upside i think we can broadly have have another look at that gold gives us a decent buying opportunity um above yesterday's height it's so 1935. So going to the upside above 1935. Let's see what else we've got. Yeah, we were a little bit reluctant yesterday getting into the yen. Um, it did sort of gyrate above and below um, the the 200 period moving average and the 50 period moving average and. Um, now now it's rolling back below that level so uh, we did say if we could get above it and we get a sort of a coherent pullback with some further momentum to the upside it might be more of a viable opportunity today uh, than perhaps yesterday um but as you can see it's it, we actually stayed above it uh, we failed to make a new high and, and now it's kind of rolling back over so more, more to see really from the end um this is just technically, I suppose, these are not quite structural failures to the upside yet, and they still could lend themselves to further downside. But what we can say for certain is we're, we're kind of in this little, little sideways pattern, as you can see. This little sideways pattern for us, okay. Uh, the euro-pound, so we got a bit of upside yesterday. It, it, it's it's not great to trade. We have probably got some better opportunities elsewhere. So we we kind of stood back from the euro-dollar yesterday, even though we do like it to the upside. There's a bit of dollar weakness it seems across the board against the euro, the pound. A little bit of weakness there uh, against the yen. There's a bit of strength today in the yen. So. Um, and the dollar seems to be the weakest. So the dollar yen could be a a viable trading opportunity. Again, when we look at this price action, we, we, we can often identify the trade and the opportunity might not be fantastic yet, because all we've done is we've, we've pulled, we've grinded back to the monthly low we hovered around it. And now today, now we've started to roll back over to the downside. So is this just a pullback for the next leg to the upside? Um, and we often look for some genuine um, continuation. So that would mean this market closing, let's say if it closed at 129.74. Um, and uh, we get some some continuation tomorrow, and then that would That would be a higher quality trade however saying that there is clear downward momentum in these markets Um, so we can do our analysis very very easily and when we get opportunities like this you know we can look for some selling opportunities in at these levels um, and we've got another opportunity now so it wouldn't be too far for you know in terms of expectation to see further downside in this market. So I think it's probably worth having a look. Um, And we'll take, we'll take the 129.74. The other thing that's quite interesting about that is the, um, is the fact that you're, you're straddling, you're straddling the 130 level, which is an important psychological level for this market, JP white, to the downside so let's look at a sell trade in the dollar yen below 129 129.74 so that could give us a, a decent opportunity is there any dollar we have a similar type of setup against the swiss franc again trading around that um monthly low momentum is to the downside yesterday's indecision and now we're getting some bearish price action kicking in let's have a look at just the commodity currencies just to see where we're at indecision yesterday potential further downside today we're in oil to the upside don't forget so that would likely benefit the um the cad if if prices do continue higher so if we get into the dollar cad we're just doubling up on the trade just be mindful of that with the correlation that exists Okay, so Aussie dollar uh, up at these levels, New Zealand dollar. Okay, the dollar Swiss could be worth looking at as well. So uh, let's kind of cherry pick. let's cherry pick these levels in here so a bit of dollar weakness as you can see um we we like the fact that it's straddling there the 9200 um with the monthly low and uh the 91 so below the 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 91.95 91.95 and that's the dollar swiss To the downside so we can look for that dollar weakness today and that fits in with our sort of indices to the upside as well so let's put together this trade plan so we have something coherent that makes sense where we've done our analysis and we can then focus on just pure decision-making now at this stage in terms of execution okay so market summary um, continuing mild risk on market conditions we're kind of still still in that phase, aren't we? Um, We have relatively short periods of activity followed by long periods of kind of sideways moving price action. So I think that can prevail really. Um, So you indices um, strength Let's go gold in here. So gold by of 19 Let's put a couple of dollar pairs in here. So dollar yen. So below one twenty nine point seven four and last but not least we'll have a look at the dollar Swiss as well looking to sell below the ninety one ninety five okay so these some of these markets are straddling around kind of important levels so um, continuing mild risk on market conditions I think we can stick with that I think we can stick with that um, because they are sort of continuation trades. When this trade begins to break down and starts to reverse, uh, we may be uh, looking to reverse our own uh, outlook on these on these markets. So I think that's pretty much fair enough for us today. So the market summary is again, uh, continuing mild risk on market conditions. So we can look for further indices strength. Uh, by default, we can look for now uh, some dollar weakness. Uh, and we can look for the gold to continue pushing to the upside as well so us indices uh to the upside the our focus has really been the s p and the nasdaq we can also look for a buy trade in gold above yesterday's uh high which is the 1935 we're also looking to buy sells should i say sell the dollar yen below the 12974 just um it's uh it's just hovering around that 130 level. So we'd be selling below with a stop loss above. And the dollar Swiss looking to sell below the 91.95 level. So that's our trade plan, guys. I'm going to post it into the chat box so you can, of course, take it away with you. Um, so this is going to get our focus now for the trading day. So we can discount, you know, often a lot of other uh, comments. Um, so Tim what price did you get in the Uh, S&P mark good morning to you Um, we actually got into the Nasdaq Um, we were watching the the S&P carefully we were we were kind of in three correlated markets yesterday and we we just made the decision not to get into four of them Um, so uh, we didn't actually get into the S&P but we got into I'll tell you the entry price for the for the Nasdaq our entry um was the eleven thousand six hundred and forty-seven. That was our entry, and we're now up eleven thousand eight hundred and fifty-nine. So uh you know two hundred and ten point uh gain so far in the NASDAQ. Um so you can get these uh when we get into these trades, we do post them through our uh telegram um signal service. So um uh, you can access that from your members area if you want that on your phone, so you're just notified when we, when we get into the to a trade. Um, obviously, if you're joining us during the broadcast, then you know that's fine. But if you, if you can't attend the broadcast, you want to be notified when we get into a decent trade, um, then we use the uh, signal service for that purpose. So that might be useful for you, Mark. Uh, we had the same levels um, in terms of the levels that we were. It was it was quite easy to identify the trade if we go back to this yesterday and, and we'll have a look at it let's just have a look at the hourly so you can see the same pattern you know setting up again so the, the actual buy trade was the 39 the 39.79 that was your buy trade with a really quite a tight stop loss again we just had the same situation on both uh us in markets and uh we didn't want to get into both of them with such a tight. You can see the other stop loss was really down here, so we took uh, we took the trade on on the Nasdaq uh, off the back of potentially some some positive earnings, and you can see the same setup now. So this is this is we spend long periods of sideways moving, then explosive moves, then sideways, explosive, then sideways. It's just, the only thing is now we're going to be making sure we mitigate risk and we don't allow the markets to come back aggressively with us. That's the only caveat at this stage um absolutely my pleasure guys we'll, we'll switch rooms now anyway to um our uh, trading room so if you could join us for that uh any questions uh, feel free to post them into the chat box as always guys just to let you know we trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m uh for the european session and again at twelve forty-five for the u.s trading session so if you want to join us for that very welcome to do so for more information just go to the live uh, and we'll certainly um we'll see you you can contact us uh, of course through our website if you need if you have any further questions about trading these markets great stuff guys on that note listen take care enjoy the rest of the day and we'll speak to you soon for everyone here bye for now